0: Today on the unofficial Shopify podcast, we're talking about what I have found to be an unconventional way to make more money, but a great way to do it. We're talking about SMS marketing. So I have found of our clients, our our clients that uh, have committed to SMS marketing, it has a tremendous return on investment. It is uh, does not create pushback and is seen as a value add for their customers. However, before any of those people jumped into it, they were all pushed back on it. They're like, well, you know, is it going to annoy people? We don't want to seem spammy. Should we do this? Are other people doing this? And that's the pushback I've seen from other merchants around SMS marketing. And I understand why they think that. It, it's really, it's the same as the, the problems we've seen with email marketing in the past. There are bad actors who abuse it. But you can use it as a great service and a wonderful profit center and a great way to add value for your customers. So on the show today, I want... To approach it with an open mind, and I, I want to make the case for SMS marketing, but first we're going to talk about the objections to it and why people, why merchants have a tendency to push back on it. So approach it with an open mind. And to talk about it today is a master of SMS marketing, Mihail Stoichev from SMS Bump, who has made a stunning amount of money for their clients through SMS marketing. So he is a perfect person to join us and help make the case for it. Mihail, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks a lot for having me Kurt and just so we can be a little bit easier uh, around the podcast you can just call me Mike i think it's going to be Can i better. call you
0: Bulgarian Mike?
1: <laughs> that can be that can be as well.
0: I'll go with Mike.
1: You're just Mike. All now. right. Lovely. All right. I like how I've been renamed officially. <laughs> On the yes. unofficial <an> podcast. <laughs> You're now renamed
0: <laughs> officially Mike. Okay, <laughs> Michael, tell me First, why should I listen to you? Why should I care what Mike has to say about SMS marketing?
1: Um, Currently, we are the biggest SMS provider for Shopify. We um, deal with SMS automations and SMS text marketing. Right now, as of today, we have north of 13,000 stores on, on Shopify, 630 on Shopify Plus. And why should you listen to me? Because every day we generate half a million dollars for our customers.
0: So we got a half a million dollars generated every day. That's crazy. With SMS, you get ninety-nine percent open rate. So essentially, it's a hundred, essentially all your your messages get opened, short of the person's <laughs> phone got lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if your phone is switched, or, or if you're uh, you know in roaming and you haven't bought, bought the package.
0: First glance, you might go ninety-nine percent. That's not possible. But think about it. Have you Ever ignored a text message on your phone forever? I mean, most people are checking their phone a hundred plus times a day. It's not like email where it's easier to just like select all archive. You know, a really great open rate in email um, is 35%. So if you like one in three people open your email, you did a great job. What's a, a typical click through rate for uh, SMS?
1: So atypical click-through rates that we're seeing across customers is around 20%. The ones that are doing really, really good are going to 30%, but... For people who have very segmented audience that uh, that they're not annoying by text messages every single day, uh, I have seen also 50 and 60 percent click-through rate. But again, this has to be segmented. This has to be done in a very very organized and strategical way. And you need to definitely have your own verbose across the SMS as a you know unique channel and not just type of like shoot the same information over email, over Facebook Messenger, push notifications and SMS. You need to have strategy for each and every channel.
0: It's another touch point, but I shouldn't treat it as like I blast the exact same thing across all channels at the same time.
1: Well, perhaps that would work on bigger holidays like uh july 4th black friday cyber monday uh, but again you need to be doing it in a diligent way so if you're running uh klaviyo for instance and you're doing a uh, an email blast we integrate with klaviyo so it's gonna be great if you can say everyone who actually responded or made a purchase from klaviyo uh, will not get a text message provided that they're subscribers in both email and sms because one thing that's very important for SMS, you need explicit consent, which means that if someone gave you consent for email marketing, this absolutely doesn't mean that you can text message them. So when you install SMS Bump, you will actually start with zero subscribers, and we offer all the great tools for you to build up your list with time.
0: I'm, That's good info, but I've, I've put the cart before the horse. I've jumped ahead. I want to back up. First, uh, you're the founder and CEO of SMS Bump, right?
1: This is correct, yeah.
0: But prior to then, you've had uh, about a decade worth of e-commerce experience and you've worked with some big brands. What'd you do before SMS bump?
1: My journey started eight years ago um, and we basically found a digital agency which turned into a software company. Uh, We were primarily developing tools for e-commerce, but I would say open source e-commerce. So back in the days, Shopify was, you know, a very small player so we actually started with uh, magento we did OpenCart, we did woocommerce and as we actually progressed across the ladder and uh, started to make a name for ourselves we were able to work with some pretty big brands um, the first big client that we were able to land was uh, mastercard so we were able to do a project for them and from there actually, the gates opened. We work with Stripe, we work with Square, we did the project with Klarna, uh, with uh, Amazon, with uh, Google, Facebook. So we were able to develop specific pieces of software for each and every uh, company that we were working with. Uh, and it has been a tremendous effort and a tremendous experience just being able to work with those super big brands, uh, but what i found out was that actually the first one was so tough to get but as soon as like you launch a big customer and you can like put it out and say we've worked with mastercard and we did this here is the what we were able to create here's how we did it it's like it's much easier for you to sell and go to the other big players uh, and and uh, and work with them
0: it's yo for sure it's social proof no one wants to be the first person to take the chance. And this works in all kinds of things, like uh, a Kickstarter campaign, the first time, or even a Facebook post, like you need the person who's going, it's slow until you get the first backer or the first commenter, and then you get two, then three, and then suddenly everybody else jumps in because it turns out a whole bunch of people were waiting and looking for that social proof. The same is true of portfolios of social proof in businesses. Uh, Say you're jumping into uh, Shopify, being a a Shopify partner, First, you need to show any Shopify merchant and then show a better class of merchant and the kind of merchant you want to work with. Like for us, for sure, it was a watershed moment to be able to put uh, Jay Leno in our portfolio on our homepage. And once we did that, then people are like, oh, all right, we, these guys, we knew they were legit, but now they're like super legit. You can't mess with them. And so for sure, it, it's once you have that big name in there, it, does, it makes a huge difference. It's a trust signifier. So I think that's a lesson in in social proof. That's why you know if you have um, if you're a merchant and you have those press features, you always want to have that that logo roll call where you've got like New York as seen in New York Times, Wall Street Journal, et cetera, et cetera on your homepage if you could do it. So totally off topic of SMS, but <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, no, that's
1: that's a gem we're dropping right here. So uh, as long as it's beneficial to the audience, I think it always yeah. uh, you know always gets appreciated and liked.
0: So you had that experience. What was the thing that made you? It, it sounded like you had a, a successful business. What was the the thing that made you go? We should we should start selling text messaging as a service.
1: We used to work with a very big customer based out of the Middle East. So in the Middle East, there is always this problem where people don't want to pay uh, with credit cards. So cash on delivery is super huge there. So when they check out with uh, a fake email or if they make a spelling mistake and they can't send them the information then the courier can't get in touch with them or if they don't collect the phone number properly so they were getting a lot of returned orders so that was prior to you know facebook messenger and whatsapp and uh, telegram and all those cool messenger apps that came out a little bit later so it was it was back in the day so the the most straightforward solution for us was to offer them um, a cash and delivery notification via text message so we did kind of a research we 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 saw that twilio does that Uh, we developed like a whole business logic around it and overnight it just solved the problem i mean people were getting the text messages they were confirming the order which means that they had a huge saving on uh you know carrier cost and uh, delivery cost and once we did that we were like okay so how about you sending a little bit of uh, confirmations not only shipping notification and cash and delivery uh and how about you do blast campaigns and uh, how about you also do abandoned card reminders so they were like yeah no nah, maybe a little bit later and then we were like all right well they don't want to do it so let us do it we developed sms bump and we just launched it We were like, yeah, we're going to develop it. We're going to launch it and ship it on every platform. So we did Shopify, we did BigCommerce, we did uh, OpenCart, we did uh, WooCommerce. And then we just left it. I mean, we had so much work, you know, working with those super big corporations that we just didn't have time for it. So we completely left it off. And I remember about, um, maybe it was about June uh, 2017, uh, we we saw that kind of like email is shifting a little bit downwards, and that SMS is maybe something of potential, because we were starting to get requests for uh, building up SMS for customers. So I was like, hold on a second, we have this solution which we you know are not really paying any attention to. So let's you know remove the dust off and then do a complete relaunch. And um, actually, it was um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, prior to Black Friday when we were able to relaunch SMS bump on Shopify. And then the business case there was, uh, you know, obviously order notifications and uh, abandoned cart reminders. And yeah, I think we were one of the first apps to uh, do SMS as a package service there.
0: So early on, you saw the opportunity with SMS from experience through client work. And that's, I think, how a lot of, uh, especially for like app SaaS solutions providers, is... A client approaches you with a problem, you come up with a solution and they go, wait a second, more people than just them could benefit from it, right? Certainly that's been uh, the case for us, but at a much smaller scale, I'm not doing anything nearly this complicated or cool. Uh, you jumped into it. How did you validate it early on?
1: Right. So the way we validated it, we kind of like collected the maybe we had about 150 customers and once again this is back in 2017 when you know there were only a few apps on the marketplace and most of them were the typical apps you would see for open source e-commerce where the merchant needs to do like 15 steps in order to get started so we were like there isn't an app which actually allows you to install set up be able to create a list and then start you know, blasting campaigns once you have the subscribers. So we were like, okay, there isn't a finished product that has nice UX that is uh, in symphony with the way Shopify wants to show itself. You know, you don't need to be a tech guy in order to run an e-commerce store. So I think this is the type of the... Business logic we had when we were building the product. So what we did is we kind of email blasted the whole list and told them, um, "Hey guys, we're relaunching. Why don't you give it a try? Get some free credits on us. Let us know if you like the product." And I think what happened is that those people quickly, you know, saw the results of text marketing and they started writing on the Facebook groups, "Hey, this stuff works. Should really try it." And this is how we started, you know, climbing up the ladder.
0: So uh, from there you're going to run into objections from people. And certainly I've heard the objections. Let's address those right now. Let's get them out in the open. Let's, let's put them on blast. What, what are the, when you say, hey, try SMS marketing, what do people say? What are their objections? Why are they not, why is everybody not doing this? Because it is such, from the clients we have who are running SMS, regardless of platform, it is a really great channel.
1: Yeah. So I I think there are a couple of objections. So the first thing that we have is that when people install the app, they expect to be able to blast the campaign instantaneously. And then we just have to put them on hold and say, you can't do that. There are different laws protecting customers across the globe. So for the United States, we have the Telephone Consumer Protection Act, which actually this allows you from sending text messages to someone who hasn't explicitly subscribed for text messages. And of course, there are fines associated from that. So we're looking from 500 to $1,500 per text message if you send unsolicited text message without a proper opt-in. Um, and then in the European Union, we have the notorious GDPR. Uh, In Singapore and Australia, there are other restrictions as well. Middle East, another level of complexity. So I would say the immediate objection of someone is like, hold on a second, my customers gave me consent. Why can't I just go and mass text them? So this takes a little bit of time to process. Maybe there are some apps on the market which are a little bit more lax on that, but SMS Bump is committed to be a hundred percent compliant across the globe. So we only allow you to text customers after you have gathered those contacts, you know, in a very compliant way. Um and that will be number one. So compliance. Then we have the people who are just coming out and they're like, all right, well, I have this group of people that I have collected from Klaviyo or uh, uh, MailChimp or another source. Can I just import the numbers and blast the campaign? Well, again, we have to see your form. We have to see how you collected those guys. And if that makes sense, we can allow it. Other than that, you're putting your business to risk. You're putting us to risk. And then you know, if someone goes in the states, especially and, uh you know, takes uh, takes you on a class action lawsuit, and then all of the people start coming in and saying, "Hey, this guy texted me as well." You can go out of business. So we definitely discourage people from taking a shortcut and, you know, trying services that can instantaneously get all of your subscribers and must send them a text message because this is just not cool and I think everyone would hate it. Yes, it's going to make you some money, but long term, it wouldn't prove you right.
0: For the brands who have jumped into it, it feels like early days. Using it at all just immediately makes money because it has this super high open rate and super high engagement. And so few other brands are doing it. You really stand out when you do it. You talked about uh, some of the... Uh, objections and compliance was a big part of that, um, and there was some risk in there. What are there any other risks that I need to be considering with SMS?
1: So I would say compliance is one thing. Um, that that would be like the major blocker. Um, the next kind of like thing lurking around the corner is for you to be able to do omnichannel the proper way so again segmenting making sure that people that want to be text marketed at are the ones that are getting this uh, and then dividing them into different sub segments of people so you can be like people who spend more than a hundred dollars and people who are based on the east coast or vips uh, that have purchased uh, gucci bag a and haven't shopped from the new collection so you know I would say that as long as you kind of like follow the guides, do the best practices, uh, which, you know, there are hundreds of of guides on our website. And uh, uh, quiet hours is a very, very important thing, which shouldn't be omitted. And um, quiet hours means that basically you can't text message anyone from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. And first of all, it's not cool. Someone might be sleeping. Uh, So following this, alone will be increasing your unsubscribes greatly of course we as a platform do not allow it at all so even if you don't set up quiet hours we'll still block your message and then push it uh in the beginning of uh of, of the next morning and then also abiding by the national do not disturb registry so if someone wants to globally unsubscribe for any sort of marketing messages in the united states they just you know put their number in a special registry so no brand can actually reach them out. So also, this needs to be taken care of by the SMS provider and you need to be on top of this because otherwise, you know, you can be facing some ferocious customers.
0: Oh, for sure. I didn't, uh, how did, well, uh, I the do not disturb hours, um, yeah, I hadn't even considered that, but you're absolutely right. Like, I don't think twice about it because my phone is on, I have do not disturb set automatically, but a lot of people don't. It would be super annoying to be getting text messages in the middle of the night. Was oh, the Do Not Disturb registry. How does that work? Like, is that handled automatically? How does it work?
1: Yeah, sure. So every serious uh, text message aggregator is taking care of that uh, for the customers. So someone like us. And then, of course, we don't allow customers to message those numbers ourselves. So um, it's it just happens out of the box. And talking about... Uh, just going back a little bit, talking about compliance. Whenever you uh, we're doing any type of pop-ups or any subscription forms or any keyword promotions, they always need to be followed with like the legal verbiage that you consent to. Uh, you consent to sign up for uh, automated recurring marketing messages, and that consent is not a condition to purchase. Messaging uh, data rates may apply and then stop to stop and uh, help for help. So this is kind of like the verbiage which needs to go with each and every uh, marketing promotion that you do, which, you know, concerns text.
0: And that's handled all automatically. You don't have to like are there templates. How do I, the tools keep me out of trouble?
1: Right. Great. So if you're using our pop-up form or any of our tools, we always kind of like, hard-coded so even if you try to remove it you wouldn't be able to which you know pisses some customers which don't like legal language but you know if you make the font a little bit smaller but still uh you know a, a normal person will be able to read through it it's fine however this kind of a template needs to be everywhere where you're served and yes r2 actually reminds you and makes it sure that this text always stays where you're trying to collect subscribers.
0: Okay. Uh, So are there any other objections, risks, things we want to address get out in the open before I move on to, all right, I'm sold. How do I apply this thing so that it makes me money?
1: I can't think of any other objections. Do you have any other objections uh, from your customers that you work with?
0: I think the feel is, is just, well, it's spammy and like they don't really think beyond that just well it's spammy if i got a text message it's spammy but people opted to it it's how everybody already communicates and it's not like you know, some some big spammy brochure glossy email whatever it's one 140 character text message like how how spammy could that possibly get <laughs> Yeah, maybe they had uh, they had some
1: bad experience. You know, there are a lot of messaging bots, not only on Shopify but just as a whole, that are just blasting different messages, and they're based across the world. So you know, they're just buying those huge pool of numbers, and they're just trying to send as many spam messages as possible. So maybe everyone dealt with this, and this is kind of like the stereotype they get for text messages. But again, if you do it in the proper way and you voluntarily consent and opt-in. I think it's just going to work great.
0: Okay. And it sounds like really the biggest thing is messaging people who have expressly said to like check the box that was like, yes, I want to get text messages.
1: Correct. And then those people also should get a welcome message. So not only they can text the box, but once they Uh, check mark the box, click OK. They should get a text message saying, congratulations, thanks for subscribing for our program. And again, this verbiage that I said, which again is taken care of by SMS bump. But if they signed out and they don't know they signed out, and if no one messages them for one or two weeks and all of a sudden they get a text message, of course they'll be pissed off. And of course they'll conceive it as spammy. You know, who wouldn't? But again, if you do the things in the proper way, uh, I, I don't think you would face any resentment.
0: Yeah, if you aren't a spammer, you're not going to be producing spam. What I found is the people who are worried about it are the ones who are least likely to offend anybody. Because just by virtue of you being aware of it, by being self-aware, by thinking about it, already means you're well ahead of of the people who would send out spam. With any of these new channels, I got to build another list. Like the value in email is only as valuable as my email list. Same with Facebook Messenger. SMS is no different. I got to build a list of phone numbers I can contact. I need to build my SMS list. That's the hard part. How do I do it? What are the the strategies here to collect uh, these phone numbers and get people to opt in?
1: Awesome. So that's a great question. So the easiest way for you uh, would be to email your whole list and ask them to become tech subscribers. (laughs) So we have built a tool which actually allows you to do that. It's, uh, you know, feeds all of the people from Shopify who are email subscribers, and we have built a few templates which you can uh, customize and then instantaneously in less than five minutes, uh, they would get a email and then on this email, once they click, I want to be a subscriber, they will be taken to a designated page where they have to fill in their phone number and this is how you start uh in less than two minutes so next thing you are kind of like using pop-ups so using pop-ups you know people will say ah another pop-up there they're they're so annoying but the pop-ups can be shown only on a mobile device and the cool thing about them is that people don't have to enter their phone number so once the pop-up is shown, there is like a big button showing you, uh, for instance, the text can be something like instant 20% off, join the uh, Hoonigan text marketing list and uh, be among the first to learn about our latest product releases and, uh, and 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 launches. So I'll be like, yeah, I'm really cool with that. Let me just uh, click. So you're clicking on the button on a mobile device, then we're opening iMessage or Android message. There is a pre-filled text. You just have to click send. And this is how you become a subscriber. So those two, I would say, are the ones that work really, really good and cost almost next to nothing for setting it up. Um, Next one is very utilized by a majority of the people that use automations, uh, such as abandoned cart reminders and uh, parcel notifications. So the way it works is that you kind of like change the verbiage of the checkout. And here is a very important moment that this needs to be always uncheckmarked by default. So you change the verbiage of the checkout saying that people subscribe for, if they checkmark this box, they subscribe for text messages uh, by brand ABC. And again, you have the legal text on the, uh, on, on the footer. So if you have checkmarked this box, if you have entered your phone number, and if you have pressed on next, on going to the shipping information on Shopify. Again, you become a subscriber. Again, you get a welcome message and an abandoned cart reminder should you abandon the cart. So we have three already. Number four is uh, keywords or text words. So something like text dominoes to, uh, for instance, 81787, uh, which is a US based shortcode, Canadian based shortcode, and get like uh, 50% off your first pizza delivery. So this works really good uh, and you can just paste it on uh, Instagram or Facebook Messenger on TikTok, uh, Pinterest, wherever your customers are based, you can create beautiful banners and you can actually create a footer and put this on, on your email list. So whenever you're sending an email, you know your customers can know that they can get a discount if they become tech subscribers as well. So here we already have four number five, which would be the last is a short link. So what is a short link? Short link is pretty much a way for you to create a specific page in Shopify, get its URL and then embed this URL into your, email marketing of choice. So it can be Klaviyo, it can be MailChimp, it can be uh, any of the other tools popular in the market, so that you can design a beautiful newsletter. And just on the call to action button, you kind of embed this link. So whenever the customer presses it, again, they're sent on a page where they just need to fill the their, their information and they become a subscriber. Voila.
0: If you had to pick If you had to arrange, if you had to pick the one that was the most effective, where I'm like, all right, I want to start gathering my list today, and I've got 20 minutes to set it up, which is the one you go with?
1: I think the checkout is 100% definite must, but out of the checkout, which you need to do 100%, I would pick up probably the pop-up that shows only on a mobile device.
0: Okay. Um... Yeah, I like that. That's pretty clever. Does speaking of pop-ups, does SMS Bump specifically uh does it integrate with any other apps? Are there any advantages there?
1: Yeah, um so we integrate with uh just Uno right now. Um we also have an upcoming integration with uh, Privy. And we are kind of working with another app, but we haven't made uh, that big of a progress, so no announcement here. <laughs> I would say, yeah, yeah. Sometimes things happen a little bit slow with technology partners, but it's just part of the business.
0: Oh, of course. Uh, with after I've I've got my list, I'm building my list. I'm seeing early success with it. How do I monetize it? That's the all important part. What what's the actual use case here?
1: Right. So just one step backwards while you're gathering your list you can still make money how so for instance for the pop-ups for the emails a customer a customer pays nothing so they're free free to use however if you do some type of a promotion where you're saying let's say uh free shipping on your next order or instant 10 15 whatever percent you feel comfortable with off When you give us your phone number, not only you're building up your list, but the customer gets a text message with a discount code you promised them. So they immediately become someone who is prone to purchasing from your website. So as you're just growing up your list, people are more likely to actually spend money because you're giving them something instantaneously. So there is an instant gratitude here. And um, once you have built up your list. Um, we have a tool which is called uh, segments. So this actually allows you to segment all your text subscribers by different settings. So I think I mentioned this in the beginning, but just to give a different example, you can say, "Give me everyone who hasn't purchased anything, and everyone who is, let's say, two hundred miles away from uh, Medford, Boston." So in this way, if you're if you have a local presence and if your customers uh, are only in this region you can text market only those people so you can do shopify tagging so you can say give me everyone who is tagged with influencers and send them a specific uh, type of a of a discount or we also integrate with uh, smile and loyalty lines so you can say hey guys you have more than three thousand points why don't you come and spend them today you know we have great products so you can kind of like build those very, very sophisticated segments of different people, different demographics. Of course, you can target European Union or Australia if, if your customers are based there. And, you know, based on those segments that you could create, you can push different campaigns and then measure results with them.
0: What would be like the easiest, no-brainer, everybody should do this segmentation?
1: Definitely people who spend more than X and less than X. I think it's something... For people that don't do tagging, and unfortunately I I see a lot of stores not tagging their customers, which is a great opportunity in my opinion, but for people do not not doing tagging, I would say amount spent and most probably last purchase date. So people who haven't purchased for certain time, if you have more than one product on your store.
0: It's similar to email in that I could do broadcast campaigns, I could segment, and I could do automations. Walk me through the difference uh between those and a couple examples to illustrate it
1: sure um so the broadcasts uh one similarity especially for customers based in the united states is that we're allowed to actually send images or gifs gifs however it's pronounced properly um, so it actually makes the message a multimedia uh, text message. This can be a great way for you to uh, push product launches. So those works really, really well. For the text campaigns, also another, another trick would be to um, send it based on the customer time zone, especially for people that are uh, spreading their customers across multiple countries or different time zones. We have a setting where if you set the campaign, um, someone from the uh, West Coast would be getting the same text message at the same hour uh, and someone on the East Coast would again get, (coughs) sorry, would again get the text message at the designated time that you send it. So if it's like 1 p.m. in the afternoon, uh, the person on the West Coast and the East Coast would get it. And of course, since a lot of people presume that, um, I would say text messaging is the same as email, we have created a small tool to help them out construct good campaigns. So it's called Message Trend. And uh, it kind of like helps you out as you're building your campaigns. And um, it gives you just hints on whether you're doing something cool or bad. Um, for instance, one tip that I have here is that With text messages, you can do an embed link. So as soon as the customer clicks on the link, they will have the discount automatically added to their card. And at the same time, if you also include the discount code, which is a very, very small change, you're likely to get up to 30% more purchases. Why? Because I might be shopping on a mobile device, and yes, I will see this text message, but what if I want to shop home and not Continue or finalize the purchase on my mobile device. So I definitely want to capture those segments of people So if my discount code is SMS 30 Not only I'm gonna embed it onto the link which happens automatically with us But also I'm gonna just make sure to place it in the text message so that again people are able to uh, check out from there so this is kind of like an overview of the uh, Of the text marketing automations their work is flows so you're able to set different settings for instance abandoned cart someone abandons a cart wait 10 minutes then hit them with this text message then if they don't check out wait 24 more hours hit them with a second text message so they kind of work like a flow and um I think we can mention this but we're working on something really really cool which is not released as of uh today but it's gonna be released prior to black friday 100 so here it is out um we are a- we're gonna be able to create different flows saying for instance if a customer shops from a store they abandon the cart wait 15 minutes and if the products left in the cart are more than 200 dollars then send them a multimedia text message. So we'll be able to send an image with all of the products that they left in the cart, and offer them a big discount. And if the products in the cart cost less than two hundred dollars, then they can get a smaller discount or no discount at all. And then we can say continue, That's
0: based awesome. on
1: the cust- <laughs> based on the way customer <laughs> based on the way customers reacted to this text message, we can send them the second one and check this out. We. Can- and say split test this 50 percent of the people will get this message 50 percent will get this message whatever people react the most with then continue the whole flow with this and last but not least and i'm dropping way too many gems here but we are working on the wave that we are able to detect what um what country the, the the client is based at for instance let's say on the checkout which is you know something very simple in shopify but based on their location we will be able to send this abandon card in their native language so if i'm based out of france we'll be able to send you the abandon card in french and if i'm based out of the uk you'll be getting this text message in english what is this good for so for people that operate in multi-national environments or let's say europe because each and every country in europe has their own language uh, and even if, even if you're setting in the United States in Mexico so if I detect the person is from Mexico I'll be able to send them the text message in Spanish and automatically people will be much more likely to complete this order when you're sending it in the in the language that they're speaking at
0: I think a, a really a broad general question how often should I be texting people like with email it's general, it's the automation plus one a week uh, during The holidays, it's entirely possible you may send someone 40 emails in six weeks. How often should I be texting?
1: So I would say twice a week or maybe once every three weeks. But a more um, bulletproof answer would be whenever you have something to say. So if you have a relevant promotion, if you have some good exclusive content, don't forget that those people signed up for exclusive deals. So give them those deals. Send them uh, information first. Don't forget, you're going to get from 90 to 99% open rate. So definitely send out relevant information and send it out first. And once you get this initial kind of like golden point at where you know how comfortable people are, and you know, I've seen brands that push relevant content every day, but again, they have whole, whole marketing teams working for them. So they can really uh, schedule the calendar out. But in general once every two to three weeks or once a month if you're a smaller brand and there isn't that much going on and then during holidays you can be a little bit more aggressive but always try to see whether people actually purchase the product and if you're to repeat a campaign make sure to omit and remove the people that have already purchased because otherwise they might get a little bit pissed off
0: no yeah of course yeah it's always good to, to segment the purchasers out um so if Someone gets a text message and they reply back to it, what happens?
1: So if someone gets a text message, the good thing is that they can reply back to it. <laughs> so that will go to SMS bump where we have a section called chats. So there, if you um, if you have a support team or if you're, if you're doing support, the important thing is to get back to those people as soon as possible. So um, I would say within 15 minutes, it's kind of what people respect you know uh, expect to get in terms of response time um the cool thing with us is that we're able to actually sync all the data with shopify so all the subscribers that we find are part of your marketing list and are also your customers we're able to pull out the data so when the support reps respond to those customers they're able to see their whole profile so how much money they have spent, how many products they've purchased from you um what is their average order value which are the latest products where are they based at so based on this information they're able to give you certain type of discounts and promotions if they find this relevant um and you know for bigger brands we integrate with gorgeous which we absolutely love so the only difference here and uh uh, the only difference here is that the information uh, from this text message will be directly going to gorgeous so the support team never has to log into your Shopify store. Go. And uh, one advice that I have, uh, which kind of correlates with your previous question, I would definitely recommend people not only think about, thinking about this as buy my products, buy my stuff, we're the best, but also asking people, hey, how was your last order? Or do you like the jeans that we sent? Just reply to this message. I'll be happy to help you out. I'll be happy to be your personal stylist. You know. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I love this idea, and that that brings me to my next question, which was, can I use this as a customer service channel? Because I think if, I, if you could use it as a customer service channel, it becomes a tremendous value add, and I think it really removes all of the risk from it when it changes the conversation to, this is a high-touch service reaching out to me, as opposed to, you know, I'm getting uh, product announcements, which is valuable, but it... This I has like a much higher touch thing on the end of it.
1: That's an awesome question. So um, I wouldn't be able to mention the name of the merchant, but we actually worked with one of our merchants on creating exactly uh, SMS as a support channel. So what we did is only on the mobile, in, on the footer, you would get a box where it says "Need help," and then there is a button which says "Text." So. Once you click this button, we would open your iMessage or Android app, and then you can directly ask a question to the brand. So once they do this, again, we would follow the same flow that I told you. It's either gonna go to SMS bump or Gorgeous or Zendesk, whatever you're using as a support desk. And then in this way, the customer is directly able to communicate with the support team. So the answer to this is a big fat yes.
0: That's very cool. who you said, yeah, we've got this client, but we can't mention it. Are there any brands that would be a great example of someone who does SMS as a channel really well?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think all of us are kind of like inspired by Fashion Nova and everything they do. So you you should definitely check them out. I think they're very well ahead of the game. Um, and, you know, I, I when I think of Shopify, one of the brands that comes to my mind is Fashion Nova. So uh, I think we all have have a lot to learn about them in terms of marketing so they're they're definitely someone that uh, you know we we need to be aspiring to so maybe my top one would be this Um, another very cool example is a brand which is called Billy Uh, so they do um, um, you know women type of products and, uh, uh, you know, again, other great brands uh, like uh, Sh- uh, Sashko for, for for Bracelets, I think they're doing a great job as well. Um, the McAfee Institute are working really good as well. It's a Ritzi. Uh, there is the uh, One Up Nutrition as well. So a lot of great brands, I think, in the sector are kind of like pushing what's possible with text messages, experimenting with new ways to interact with customers. So... Yeah, those def- definitely need to be on the radar.
0: What would you say to someone who's on the fence? Like, I'm, all right, I'm, I'm, I hear you. I'm considering it. What would you say?
1: SMS is great, not only for one-time purchases, but for recurring purchases. So if you're using a product as Recharge, we do amazing stuff with Recharge. So we do upcoming charge notification, which you can actually respond with a keyword and you can skip a shipment. So here we're talking about people reducing the dropout rate, reducing the churn of people who are, uh, you know, likely to drop just because they can't postpone the payment with uh, one month or we're able to upsell your product. And then we're like, hey, how would you like to add this uh, roll bar into your monthly purchase box and then reply yes. And the only thing you need to do is just reply yes. And then that's it. We have your credit card on file. We're updating the purchase. Everything is fine. You're getting the confirmation. Also, another great use case for this is credit card credit card declines. So from time to time, people forget that their credit cards have an expiration date. <laughs> so actually, if we can't uh, if recharge can't can't process their payment, they would send them an email. But if you have given your spam email, you'll never be able to you know dig through everything in order to find who is texting you, uh, who who is emailing you. So what we do is if the credit card gets uh, defaulted or if it expires, we're sending you a text message with a link where you can update your credit card. And this works super good for subscription businesses. And for everyone on the fence, again, guys, we'll be more than happy to give you a free tour of the product. Uh, You can try it out. See how well it works out for you. Uh, We'll be happy to onboard you, help you out, set up your automations, and uh, take you through the first sales that you can get with uh, text messaging.
0: If I want to get started with it today, what's it going to cost me?
1: So right now, 80% of the platform is free to use. Um, for people that want some of the extra features, they have to pay from 20 to $60 a month. We also have a high-tier plan, plan which is the enterprise, which usually ranges from 1000 to $2,000 a month. Uh, and then the few of the platform are the text messages. Those vary country by country, but for the United States, I'm happy to say that we provide the best rates on the market. So as little as 1.5 cents per text message.
0: Do you have a special offer for us?
1: We'll we'll be happy to give uh, everyone joining in one month for free on our highest plan, the SMS Bump Plus. So all you need to do is email Mike at smsbump.com or Chris at smsbump.com and then just write unofficial special offer and we'll be happy to give you the white glove onboarding as well as the promo packages I just mentioned.
0: All right, I have noted that in the show notes uh, final question, Mike, where could people go to learn more about you?
1: So they can find us on the Shopify app store. We are, if you just search for SMS uh, or SMS bump plus or SMS bump, uh, that's one word or two words, whatever you try out will be showing up. The app is with two check marks, two ticks, which actually signifies a received text message. Um, so there or smsbump.com they can find us on facebook messenger at smsbump anywhere basically we're at every social media we're very approachable uh, we're, we're, we're now going with intercom as well so if they you know want to engage with us or ask us a question they can find us on intercom as well
0: wonderful Mike this has been insightful and inspiring thank you
1: thank you so much for having me Kurt